0: Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, everything in the universe goes by indirection. There are no straight lines. Today, we'll talk about the importance of this idea in attracting new customers for your business, in landing them, and in honestly adding more value to the world. This is the Heart Body Business Podcast, inspiration, tips, and tools for entrepreneurs seeking a more fulfilling type of success, one that stems from exploring and expressing their true passion and purpose and finding healthy ways to do so, all coupled with insights and action items to get a business moving in the right direction. I'm Steve, your host, and I invite you to learn more at heartbodybusiness.com. Maybe you've heard the business phrase about dating before you get married. It's the idea that no one wants to make a long-term commitment to something before they know what it's all about. In business, the bigger a commitment you ask of someone, the more they will need to journey on a path of understanding how you meet their wants and needs, and do so in a better way than the other options they know about. If you sell a chocolate bar, the date is when someone buys your first chocolate bar. They're investing only a little to try it, and if it's awful, then no more dates and no long-term association with your brand. But if you sell cars, something that not only costs a lot more, but might involve years of payments, and either way likely represents the one car they'll use for several years, then there's a lot more you're doing to help them choose your car, a lot more dating, so to speak. This might involve the branding they've been exposed to over several years, building a sense of what your car says about them if they drive it, who they're associated with by driving it. It might involve research online or in review magazines. It might involve a test drive. It might not involve any sort of purchase as with the chocolate bar, but there may be an enormous investment of time, which is far more valuable. This is one way we can talk about no straight lines in business. It's not like, here's my car, buy it, and they buy it. No, it's a winding path up to this point. We have to consider what someone's dating process is with us before they're willing to commit to us, whether employers or employees or customers. And if we literally think of it in terms of dating, What does it take in dating before someone makes a commitment to us, or at least a healthy commitment? Generally, people become super conscious when they're first dating. You realize you need to listen to the other person and learn about them, and you need to put your own best foot forward, which means being really aware of your words and actions. Now, it's a topic for another day to discuss the tendency to stop being our best selves once we are in a committed relationship. But when dating, we generally know that we have to be conscious to bring out our very best. This is very much about being in the present moment, which I've spoken about in other episodes. In this process of dating, if we're looking for genuine compatibility... We observe the wants and needs of the other person and we show how we can fulfill them, no different than in business. Where we make mistakes in both arenas is in the low-energy path of trying to fulfill our own wants and needs before those of our date or our potential customer. We need to give in order to receive. Another major error is in trying to be something we're not in order to sort of trick someone into dating us or becoming a customer. Because that's not sustainable. In business, we see this, for instance, when sales makes promises that the company cannot actually meet. Just as someone might get a bad reputation in dating, we can get bad reputations in business by misrepresenting ourselves and, in the end, failing someone. In the age of the internet, This plays out in bad reviews that start to accumulate and prevents others from even wanting to date our business in the future. If you're like me, you probably read product and service reviews on Amazon or Google Maps or similar before you buy a product or hire a contractor. If it's based on enough reviews, someone with a low rating on Google Maps will never hear from me, even for a quote, when I need a project done. So this is one way of looking at Emerson's quote about no straight lines from the universe. It's worth sitting and thinking from another's perspective about what people want and need when approaching our business and how we're presenting ourselves. Are we interesting, helpful, and genuine? Or are we boring, pushy, and false? If you really go through your various funnels and think about this, think about how you look, how generous you're being, and how honest you're being about making someone's life better, you may find a lot of ways to improve who you are when dating prospective customers. But I'd like to look from another perspective at this idea of no straight lines in a way that really lines up with the heart-body business message. One of the key points I make is how we process consciousness that enters us and directs us. I talk about how we are influenced through the gut or the body's consciousness, how we are through the brain or the personality, and how we are through the heart or our inner genius. Perhaps we call this our spirit, soul, or true self. Each of these influences how we contribute to the world. And at a high level, here's how. The body is about survival. It has no ambition about scaling a business or changing the world. It will do what's needed to pay the bills and perhaps seek to accumulate wealth for security purposes, but it's not brilliant and it's not creative. While the body is all important for carrying out higher plans, when it rules the nest, it is our lowest energy leader it will achieve its purposes by any means because its own survival and that of its family or clan is most important. It's not thinking of higher purposes. So in my opinion, this is where you'll see lazy, which can include nepotism and corruption. This is half of what seems to drive our political world if you ask me, but perhaps that's just a reflection of the energy that Too many of us still display ourselves. What if corrupt political powers would just fall apart because we were individually living our best? Food for future discussions. Now, the brain and personality give us intellect. Not wisdom, mind you, but intellect. This is all about tools, processes, spreadsheets. This is about artificial intelligence and anything that will scale a business, that will make it efficient, fast, even to the point of ruthless, because the mind doesn't care. It just wants to streamline, automate, and build. The intellect is mere light without heat, the sun of a winter day. And just like winter, it does not represent life. On its own, it is a tool that seeks to mechanize everything. AI first, then robot spouses, then robot us, and our consciousness is uploaded to the cloud where we live forever under someone else's rules. No thank you. But like the body, it's an invaluable tool when used in the right way. Which brings us to the heart, our inner genius and one that flows from love. From connection, from resonant attraction with all that is good. When we operate from the heart, we stand to attract all the good that the universe wants for us because we are not trying to control it, but are in its flow. I said that the mind gives us intellect, not wisdom, but when the intellect of mind is married to the love of the heart, then we have wisdom. And here we get back to this topic of straight lines. As Emerson said, the universe does not involve straight lines, and I'll take this for a moment literally. The body needs shelter. It will live in a cave. The brain will turn that into most houses we see today. Straight lines, easy to build, mass production. The body travels on foot, or perhaps on horse. The brain wants to optimize the process and develops the wheel, then adds an engine. Okay, the wheel is round but the mind would be happy with setting a box on top, like an old horse cart, if that were the most efficient way to get around. But of course, it's been smart enough to learn about aerodynamics and figure out how curves and angles allow our vehicles to move more quickly. The body is about necessity. The mind is about efficiency. The heart, on the other hand, is about creativity. It wants to incorporate beauty an experience into the home, into the car, into anything we bring into our lives. The mind buys things we need, the heart buys things we want. And in marketing we know that what someone wants often has more sway than what they need. Why do you think people buy cars with extreme sound systems in them or underglow lighting? Why do you think they spend a hundred grand or more on a sports car? They absolutely do not need such a thing, but they want it. The heart seeks out joy for our life experience. And honestly, it can find this joy in the simplest of things. Anywhere it finds beauty, from a sunset to a work of art to an act of kindness. But it can find it anywhere there is beauty, and even in something new, which surprises us and again, brings us joy. It's why innovation is so attractive when it contributes something positive. Things we need, they're important, but if we can afford it, we'll often spend more or otherwise go out of our way for something we need that offers a better experience or even for something we do not need. And this is where brand plays an important role. That is, what is your identity as a business? Are you here to satisfy needs? Great. Are you here to do so in a way that's genuinely pleasing, that goes above and beyond expectation and beyond the competition? Even better. Apple broke the world of phones because of the experience it brought to users, later followed by the Android world. But if you remember... Apps were originally associated with iPhones, and it took a while for Android phones to have similar access. The Prius made a splash in the car world, not because its mileage made financial sense. It cost so much more than similar cars with standard engines that it would take a while for it to break even on gas savings. But it represented a cleaner world to many people, whether this was true or not. And they wanted to be associated with that cleaner, healthier, more beautiful world. Tesla took that to another level, going full electric and adding incredible speed and luxury into its cars. It now has the best-selling sedan in the world. The question is, of course, not how you compete with these businesses, but how do you take inspiration from this idea of becoming creative in what you do, in going beyond mere need and in serving from the heart to do something special in your field? Think of a contractor who comes to work on your home and simply gets the job done versus one who comes nicely dressed notices ways to clean up wires or plumbing that isn't part of the job, educates you on how to prevent future problems, leaves a place spotless, etc. If the main project is done well for the same price by either person, who do you prefer having in your home? Who are you more likely to leave a five-star review online? Take two supplements with the same ingredients sold at the same price. One has an ugly label and one is beautiful. Which are people more likely to buy? Brand matters. Beauty matters. But what about two supplements with the same ingredients, sold at the same price, both with equally beautiful labels? But one is associated with a free online community, with experts in place to answer questions on health, and community members sharing their testimonials and supporting each other. For those who know about this option and it's convenient for them to join, they're more likely to buy this supplement where there is community, belonging, greater support, and really greater beauty because of all of this. So what can you do to bring something beautiful to the world, to bring it more value, more meaning than just meeting needs, and instead genuinely enhancing the life experience? What can you invent? What can you improve? How can you enhance what you do? And how, dear listener, can you make this part of your brand? How can you let people know that this is what you stand for, so that when they tell others about you, they can attest to that something special you have brought to the world? The universe doesn't work in straight lines, partly because everything is connected. Nothing marches from here to there. It marches in all directions at once and appears where we put our attention. But it also doesn't work in straight lines because the universe isn't just here to meet our basic needs. It's here to bring joy on every front, to provide beauty and newness and experience. And if we want to be in its incredible flow of abundance, We want to do the same. Consider how you can bring something special, something you are here to provide. Consider how you can let the world know of your special mission. And then watch as that mission builds up around you in abundance in all its senses can start to flow. Till next time, thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe. You can also join our mailing list to get alerts on our latest episodes and other tips, tools, and news. Learn more and sign up at heartbodybusiness.com.